This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! And now... It sure is that time. The Halftime Show with Omar Duri on Pulse 95 Radio. 3 to 4 is about to kick off today. And coming up on the show, England win the Euros. Not the seniors, the under-20s. But guess what? Why can't the senior team emulate the youth? That's first thing. UFC fans, you're in for a treat because a legend loses... Another legend steps up to the plate and plenty of controversial results in the latest UFC event which happened just this weekend. UFC 290 just kicked off. We're discussing that as well on the show. And also, what is happening with Kylian Mbappe? Could this be the biggest transfer ever and who holds the cards? All that and more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show. Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. And now... It sure is that time. What a beat in the background. Ah, this is a beat and a half, man. I love this beat. Um, Right, okay, let's dive into it straight away. UFC 290 kicked off, right? It kicked off over the weekend. Uh, For me, I don't know about you guys, but it feels like a while since an event has really, really, like, take me, you know, by storm. And I have to say, from looking at the... The people coming into this, it was great because firstly, initially we had Bo Nickel versus Tracing Gore that got cancelled, and then instead of him stepped in Val Woodburn again, Bo Nickel still won on TKO round one, 38 seconds, quick, nice, sharp and and short and in there. So that was one thing. Second thing is, what a fight in the lightweight uh, contest between Jalen Turner and Dan Hooker. I have to say that Jalen Turner looked looked really good early on but Dan Hooker the amount of punishment that he took and turned it around to win by decision after three rounds was very very impressive I thought that was going to be fight of the night that was a fire that I after that Robert Whittaker versus Duplessis again in the middleweight I was looking at Robert Whittaker thinking yes right uh, Robert Whittaker is in- incredible what an athlete um, very very well technically and very very skilled he, fa- he faced Duplessis Duplessis you know created probably the most melee of the night you know what I mean by that is Israel Desanya was in the crowd it had this WWE vibe about calling someone out and then Israel Adesanya said I manifested it Plusis now will face Adesanya they squared up in the ring I didn't like the language that Adesanya used but hey you know what they they were right in it so that kind of sets up a rivalry which fans love to see they were talking about Africa they were talking about South Africa they were talking about Nigeria they talking about New Zealand there was so much going on and to be honest that was something where it set up but that wasn't it in the flyweight 
fight, the co-main event, Brandon Moreno versus Alexander Pantoja. This was a very, very good fight and very close as well. After five rounds, Pantoja took the result. And you know what? You got to say, he was saying things like, you don't know what I've been through. You believe these guys when they talk, man. He was like... You could tell there was a lot of emotion. There was people saying that he shouldn't be there and he beat Brandon Moreno. Brandon Moreno is no slouch. So to have Pantoja win, that was massive. And so speak about massive, we had the final, the featherweight main event, Volkanovski against Yair Rodriguez. And Volkanovski again states his superiority in the ring after three rounds with a KO. 4 minutes 19 seconds takes the result 26 and 2 and again it looks like the real deal you have to say it was definitely an event worth watching sometimes with these things you know you could you could think about it even the prelims even seeing Robbie Lawler on his final fight do it big that was great so looking at overall well done well done UFC 2A you definitely set in the track and, and boxing is definitely definitely following suits and that saying that Dillian White versus AJ confirmed. Women's boxing is on a high. You've got a couple of fights should be announced this week, if not next week. So at least they're taking notes from UFC. But for this one, UFC 290, we take our hats off to you on a great event this weekend. What event stood out for you and who was your favorite fighter and fight of the night? Text me on 4215 at the Salat Urdu. And when we come back, we're talking about a certain Kylian Mbappe. Massive, massive news about this guy. Is he going to be leaving? And will it be the biggest transfer ever? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! And now... Welcome back to the Halftime Show. What a beat, man. I'm really liking these beats. Ah, by the way, they're fire. I like it. Uh, Okay, coming up, let's talk about Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe is probably the biggest name at the moment in football, right? And a lot of people are saying, what is happening with Kylian Mbappe? Why the drama? What is it that is, you know, going on in today's world with Kylian Mbappe? Well, let's break down what is happening. Kylian Mbappe has one more year left on his contract. Last year, he tried to leave Paris Saint-Germain to go to his boyhood, well, not boyhood club, but his his dream club, Real Madrid. The reason why he didn't go was because in the end, he had a change of heart or maybe a change of salary, which kept him for one more year. Now, he's in this predicament with PSG where he can either be sold right now or be um, run down his contract and then basically get a much better contract for free with Real Madrid, with sign-ons, bonuses, you name it. So overall, Kylian Mbappe has all the cards to his transfer. Now, someone who's not agreeing with this right now is the president of PSG, Nasser Al-Khalifi, who is saying, listen, you need to either commit or you need to get out now. 
and they're not going to sell them for cheap. So they want 200 million for uh, Kylian Mbappe from Real Madrid. Real Madrid, on the other hand, are thinking, no, why should we pay more if he already wants to come to us? We will pay less. And clearly, there's been talks between the president of Real Madrid and Kylian Mbappe about joining Real Madrid. Everyone right now knows this is the worst kept secret that Kylian Mbappe does want to go to Real Madrid. Now, will that be this season or next season? That is the question we're all talking about. Because if... It's true what's happening, and if everyone is pretty much aware that Kylian Mbappe, you know, has already said, I will stay for the remainder of my contract, that means if you don't sign a contract, then Real Madrid will get you for free in one year's time. So right now, who holds all the cards? Is it Kylian Mbappe? Is it Paris? Is it Real Madrid? I think the answer is obvious that it's Kylian Mbappe, but if... If Nasser Khalifi, the president of um, PSG, wants to play hardball, then this could get very ugly, merely for the fact that the president of uh, Real Madrid has already said, we are interested, that's obviously clear, but we're not going to pay the 200 plus million expected for Kylian Mbappe. So this is kind of like the breakdown of what's happening. If PSG get their way, then this could be the biggest, most expensive transfer of ever basically ever but if they already know that Kylian Mbappe is leaving in a year's time why would they rush in now to get their man and so who will make the next move will Paris say you need to sign now and we're going to put a release clause on there which will then ensure that we get the money that we want which might tie him down for longer if Real Madrid don't meet that release clause or will Real Madrid come in with a surprise bid and make it the biggest transfer of the summer for sure and in history of the game let me know what you guys think about this what would you do if you were killing Mbappe now most people would have different opinions if you want to leave leave now if you want to run out your contract run out your contract now but it seems to be like a theater everyone is talking out publicly when normally with these things the player the player's representatives the agent and the club pretty much keep it internal between them now if someone starts to leak things out to the press to the public to Real Madrid that's when things start to get ugly because you can't really they, they, can, they can see your bluff basically so overall it's We've heard about Jude Bellingham. We've heard about um, Mason Mount, Kai Havertz, Declan Rice very, very soon. We've heard about all these players. But with the Mbappe one, this could pretty much be the summer transfer signing that everyone is talking about. We'll take a quick break and when we get back, we'll dive into more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse95. This is the halftime show. Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! And now. is that time it's the halftime show with Omar Duri right jumping in to the show today we had a lot we were talking about Kylian Mbappe was the one that I think a lot of people 
have been wondering what's going to happen with him. Is he going to go to Real Madrid? Is he going to stay at PSG? Will it be the biggest transfer in world football? All that is pretty much on the cards as we speak. People are saying that he might just wait out for another year and go for free, but not if the PSG uh, president and chairman, Nasr Khalifi has it his way because he definitely won't want to see him go for free and will want Real Madrid to pay a record free of over £200 million for the French superstar. So that was that. UFC 290 kicked off and also a lot of action with Israel Adesanya and Duplessis setting up what could be a big rivalry in the sport. And also, for those that don't know, England under-21s won a tournament. That's it. This is massive, by the way, because England never win anything, <laughs> at least in football. They don't normally win anything. The fact they beat Spain in the final over the weekend was huge, you know, massive. James Trafford's save in the 98th minute was unbelievable drama 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 and it is something that where the under ones claim their first title in 39 years unbelievable a deflected uh, Cole Palmer's free kick off Curtis Jones um, ends up being the winner but then all the drama happened late on having Morgan Gibbs White and Ashley Cole sent off as they were on the bench which was crazy and definitely definitely one of those things that you look back on and you just go wow what uh, an event but this also puts a lot of pressure on the senior team who will be in action next season or next season next year in the summer for the Euros because England are always quite popular for falling short right in latter stages there's always a better team there's always a France or a Brazil or or someone that you know just pips them to it last time obviously they got knocked out by France but they played quite well this time you know they went all the way in under 21s but now it sets the pressure on Gareth Southgate's men to really step it up for you know um for, for for next next summer and saying that you look at the England under 21 team how many of those deserve to be in Gareth Southgate's senior squad now that they've won and they've tasted victory they still have another year left that makes it really interesting in terms of competition and how they will be up against each other so there's a lot of stuff to go over in that camp but I have to say you know Looking at the players, players like Harwood Bells, who's obviously the um, the captain. You've got um, uh, Max Ahrens, the right back, Cole Palmer, Man City, Curtis Jones, Liverpool, Emma Smith-Rowe, Arsenal, Anthony Gordon, Newcastle, Gibbs White um, from it, Nottingham Forest. There's some really good players. The Madweki from Chelsea, Oliver Skip from Spurs, you know, Harvey Elliott from Liverpool. They've got some really, really good players in, in their squad. But how many of those will make it into Gareth Southgate's um, final team? And you have to say, with the passion that they're showing and the fact that they've won a major tournament now, does that set the standard? And do they kick off from here and really excel in their career for the next season before... Gareth Southgate names his final squad or do the senior squad step up their game because let's face it it's about time they've won something it's been ages and I mean ages God alright let me know what you guys think did you guys catch the under 21 final England versus Spain and if so what did you make of it it was very very close it was only 1-0 but obviously 
the uh, goalkeeper saved the penalty and the rebound in the 98th minute. Unbelievable scenes, uh, but massive, massive for England. Well done, England. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be back. We've got one more segment coming up, so don't go anywhere, folks, and I'll see you right after this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. And now... Sure is that time. I can't believe it's full time on the halftime show. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you do miss the show, don't worry. We've got all of our podcasts on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you prefer a visual, head over to our YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and we've got all of our videos there. We cover some wicked, wicked topics like mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is on performance and recovery. And we've got some fantastic guests as well who cover a lot of the things we speak about on the show, from resetting to understanding the art of breath work with Wim Hof. We've got all that on Pulse 95 Radio. That is full time on the halftime show. Thank you very much. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you soon on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm. 